0: The Popcorn of Books podcast is brought to you by buildakidslibrary.org, a nonprofit organization that brings the community together to put books in the hands of kids. Because the lack of books in the homes is a huge issue and families living in poverty, books are a luxury that many do not have. Our goal is to help fight the literacy problem that some kids face and to be there for kids who need someone to read with. The Build A Kids Library program is where we send books to kids ages 5 to 10 in Detroit, Michigan and its surrounding areas once a month to grow their home library. We support kids all over in their literacy journey by helping them enjoy reading through read-aloud events, subscription boxes, community engagements, and book mail giveaways. If you want to receive free books, then go to my website, www.buildakidslibrary.org, to sign up now. Hey guys, it's me, Carter, and today we will be reading the last five chapters of Shift Agents, Be Confident, by Winonaa Arlene. Now let's get started. Chapter Six, The Shift Over the next few days, Janae and Caroline checked each day to see if the shark thief had uncovered their lair. Each time, nothing was taken or out of place. Not knowing when trouble could occur was awful. Caroline thought installing an alarm when they ensured they'd be alerted if anyone used the letter key. He suggested changing out the secret card system scanners to Janae. Janae simply refused. That sounded like too much work. No thanks. Truthfully, all technology-based tasks came quickly to Janae. She loved to work on techie things like computers, but she wanted to spend her time preparing for the district spelling bee. Janae finally agreed to install a new scanner and alarm system and planned to stay after school. Most days after school, Janae found herself heading home to work on a spelling bee list and putting off the installation. She continued to procrastinate as days went by, and guess what? No one entered the lair. Janae became convinced that the lair and the missing swipe card were safe. Even if the Sharks were able to figure out how to use the scan card, they would still need to find the lair's exact location. Pine Hills Academy is an enormous school. How would they know where to begin? Why would the Sharks roam the entire school and find one scheduled closet in the back of the auditorium? With each passing day, Janae began to worry less about the sharks trying to intrude the lair. Janae proclaimed, Caroline, we are not getting attacked. The Southgate sharks don't know that they have the car. We don't have to keep checking each day. Maybe those kids at Southgate lost the car. As Janae opened her mouth to talk again, a steady stream of quarks spewed out. Caroline hesitated. I'm not sure about that. I would feel better with the new alarm. You promised that you would install it and a new scan card reader. Janae, you need to do that soon. Now may be a good time so we don't have to check. Caroline's voice trailed off as she paused and began to listen to Janae's cough worsened. Caroline questioned, Janae, is that your asthma again? Where's your inhaler? Janae continued to cough as she fished the inhaler out of her new backpack. She gave herself two pumps and sat down in a rolling prop chair. She was surprised how quickly her breathing pattern was regulated. Perhaps the dust triggered this asthma attack. Janae placed her hand on the table and glanced around the room. The sparsely decorated lair was a large space with a few leftover props from the drama department. There were several miscommunication costumes, dishes, tables and chairs, and a large lion's head from previous plays. Janae was able to bring in a few tools to help them work on projects in the lair. After catching her breath, Janae began to take out the tools to start the work on a new scanner. She spoke slowly and quietly. Maybe they lost interest in Pine Hills and us. There's not much in here to take. They don't even know about our powers, Caroline looked through the wiring mess that her friend was making as she approached the door. She cautiously tried to correct her friend. Why do you think we have these abilities? We have these powers to help others who are in need. Our mission to to, to change negative situations. We have the responsibility to shift bad things into good if we can. Our goal should be to change our world to make it better than we have found it, she paused before saying. We should call ourselves Shift. In the end, whatever we face will turn out good because of us accepting and working to sharpen our powers. I truly think that we have a special gift with our powers. Our powers are not just for ourselves. We need to work as a team. Caroline gathered her backpack and began to walk out of the lair, she said. Just think about it, Janae. I need to go to soccer practice. The coach will make me run laps if I'm late. I'll text you later. Janae sat silently as Caroline's lecture echoed in her mind as she began to work out on the new scanner. The reasoning behind the name, Shift, boomed in her mind. She fiddled out with the wires as she assembled the new scanner for the door. Should we focus on shifting bad things into good things? Maybe Caroline is right. Perhaps they were supposed to change negatives into positives. Janae never considered the responsibility of helping others. Over the last few weeks, perhaps the shark sightings were strategically done. But why? What did the pine trails have that was so important? Janae sat at the table, struggling with the scanner. Riley. Janae mumbled aloud to herself, "These wires aren't matching up. I wonder why this is not working. This new system is awful. All the wires look the same with this kit. Maybe Janae should ask for help. Instead, she read the instructions for the fourth time, figuring out this wire was complicated." Her mind was swimming with thoughts. She needed a break. Maybe Caroline was right. Janae pondered Caroline's words as she cleared a space on the table. She took a piece of paper and began to sketch. Drawing always seemed to help Janae think about problems. She sketched shift agents on a piece of paper. She stood and walked toward the hallway a little bit lighter. Janae posted a sign that read, Shift Agents, inside the door. After clearing her head, Janae was still a little bit puzzled with the wiring configuration. She could never ask her father to help her since her dad had no idea of the lair. He would disapprove of creating a secret hideout on campus. Frustrated, she threw down the instructions and began to wrap wires together in hopes the system would work. Just then, the scanner let out a loud beep. Well, that is working, thought Janae. She picked up her tools and quickly installed the scanner. Weeks passed. Both girls checked the lair regularly, yet the hideout remained untouched. Soon, both girls found other things to fill their time. than they working in the lair. Caroline began to play soccer with the travel team. Separately, her parents were able to attend more games. Caroline was happy to have her parents individually support her, even if they couldn't do it as a family. Janae was so excited about the spelling bee and began working through Miss Corky's list. Janae spent more and more time studying for the district spelling bee. Her mom and her mom and dad quizzed her at dinner. Even Jackson began to help with the quizzing in the car on the way from school. Finally, a benefit to having a little brother. Secretly, Janae looked forward to working together with him. Chapter 7 Quirky's Challenge. Janae noticed that each of the Pine Hills Academy dances typically had a dress-up theme. The daddy-daughter dinner dance occurred a few weeks earlier. Mr. Swift accompanied both Janae and Caroline to the diamonds and denim theme event. They dressed in jeans and had a great time taking turns dancing with Janae's dad. For the Welcome Back dance, the PTA selected an 80s theme. Janae and Caroline both wore neon pink tutus, bangles, and neon pink fishnet gloves. The girls looked like twins except for the skin tone and hair texture. Caroline got her mom to braid several small braids only on one side of her hair and crimped the rest of her naturally flowing red hair. Janae wore her hair out in an afro with a few braids on the side. On the same side as Caroline, both girls finalized their look with the matching pink lip gloss. Nothing would dampen the girls' spirit the morning of the glow dance. The days seemed to drag by as the girls counted the minutes until that afternoon's dance. In the fourth period, Miss Corky did something strange. She silently dropped a yellow sticky note on Janae's desk. It read, Can I see you after school? Janae tried to remember what assignment she had forgotten to return to Miss Corky. She smiled over at Caroline, and the same small yellow sticky note was on her desk too. Janae wondered why Miss Corky wanted to see both girls. What did she need to discuss? The bell rang with a jolt, and the kids gathered their backpacks and spilled out the room. Miss Corky's conversation would have until after school. Janae and Caroline returned after the final bell and wordlessly entered Miss Corky's door with worried glances. Miss Corky broke the silence. Girls, I've been watching you for a while. It is apparent that you are a bit different from the other kids. After a brief pause, she went on. Well, I've noticed that you hold special talents. Both girls looked puzzled. Miss Corky went on. I have an assignment for you, girls. Miss Quirky unlocked the file cabinet and began to dig for seven minutes without speaking. Finally, she plopped a box with a large lock on the desk. The girls began to peer at the idol with more questions than answers. Okay, I know that this is a strange request. I believe that this box is in danger. Well, not the actual box, but what is inside the box. You see... The school district selected Pine Hills to host the district spelling bee. Inside the box is the final list of words. Over the last few weeks, strange things have been happening. The headmistress at Southgate has been pressuring me to reveal the list. I have placed a special lock-in on the box and a sealed envelope, so no one will be able to peek inside. However... If this box falls into the wrong hands, I'm afraid we won't be able to have a spelling bee at all, her voice trod off. Miss Corky looked uncomfortable, but she continued. Listen, I know that you both complete what some would call extracular activities outside of school. I know that your abilities are emerging, but I could use some help. I need you to protect this box. I know that you girls can help. Caroline nervously interrupted. We are not sure what you mean. What activities outside of school? Miss Corky raised her head, barely breaking her deep gaze at the box. She spoke quietly above a whisper. Please hold on to this box. It needs to be protected, and I know that this is a huge request. Girls, you are both such delinquent students. I know that you will work hard and give your best effort to protect this list. I can trust that you will not let me down. Right now, you girls are my only hope." The girls looked at each other and silently agreed to protect the list. Caroline began to read Miss Corky's racing thoughts. Zompgade's headmistress, Coyner, has already sent her sneaky sharks to ransack my home. They tore apart my house looking for this list. I am sure they are coming to school next. Caroline, I need your help, please. Caroline's eyes grew large as she began to question. Had Miss Corky telepathically asked for their help? The girls should frozen, uncertain whether to succumb Miss Corky's request or run from the room. Caroline sputtered, Okay, Miss Corky, we'll do that. But how did you know our extracurricular activities? Did you just talk with me without talking to me? Miss Corky smiled silently as she stood up and began to pack the box in a book bag that seemed to appear on her desk magically. She moved so quickly. The girls looked dumbfounded. Is Miss Corky a superhero too? Is that how she knew her powers? Miss Corky looked directly at the girls and answered abruptly, Caroline? That is a conversation for another day. Please protect this box with diligence. With the proper protection, we will be able to have the district spelling bee. Miss Corky declared the last statement so confidently. Janae and Caroline began to stand a little taller. Janae finally found the words to speak. We won't let you down, Miss Corky. Chapter 8 Shock Attack. Even though the conversation with Miss Corky felt like hours, it was merely a matter of minutes. Principal Golden announced that the dance, beginning with the loud, squawking voice. That sound snapped the girls back into reality. The girls left Miss Corky's room and headed directly towards the auditorium. They would probably just be a few minutes late after they hid in the boss' with the secret lair. Janae's hands glowed as she illumined the way to the lair. The silently examined the lair entrance, still undisturbed. The girls entered the room and the door closed with a soft click. They exhaled loudly, finally safe. Caroline began to pace back and forth across the room. How did she know, Janae? Can Miss Corky communicate telephatically? I know she has sworn that she was talking back to me in her head. I mean, I wasn't just listening to her thoughts. She was totally talking to me. Caroline verbalized the questions that echoed in her mind. Janae replied, I don't know if she can or cannot. The whole encounter was weird. How does she know about her extracular activities? Well, once the dance is over, we can figure out how our identities were revealed to Miss Corky. Let's find a place to hide this box. The girls scanned to the empty room. Suddenly, Janae said, I felt it! Let's put it right here. Janae pointed to the large lion's head in a corner of the room. She began to move the lion's head as she took the box from Caroline's backpack. A thick plume of dust immediately began to trigger Janae's asthma. Both girls stood frozen, knowing what would happen next. Caroline could hear Janae's breathing transform into wheezing within seconds. (laughs) Caroline broke the silence by saying, Go and stand by the door. I will hide the box under this. She carefully lifted the prop and placed the box underneath the monstrous lion's head. She stepped away from the large prop. Caroline surveyed the room and questioned, Um, is that going to be the best place? It doesn't seem secure. I wish that you would have installed the alarm. Janae took a puff from her inhaler and waited a few seconds for the medicine to take full effect. It will be fine, Janae said. I'm not so sure. Let's look around and find a better place to hide this. Caroline turned her head and started to look around the room. Suddenly, she found herself alone in the lair. Janae was standing at the door motioning for Carolina hurry yeah, up. It will be fine. No one even knows that it is here. Let's go to the dance. The girls carefully scurried through the backstage and auditorium as Janae's hands shined the pathway. They quickly changed their neon afternoon in the restroom. The girls being as they entered the gym. It looked mysteriously dark compared to the gym's class's glaring lights. The dim lights highlighted the glow effects on the glow and the dark decorations. The glow necklaces seemed to be digging into the nape, the nape of Caroline's neck. Perhaps five necklaces were too many. She stopped and rearranged the necklaces again and again. She had a sinking feeling about where they hid in the box. Janae was sure that no one knew that the lair existed, so the box was safe there. Maybe she was right. The music was thumping, Fortress Bop by Billy G. Her favorite artist. Let's dance. Just then, Caroline's eyes were quickly directed to Janae's pink tutu, barely visible across the gym. Janae waved excitedly in Caroline's direction. Caroline began to dance her way through the crowd towards Janae. Just then, Caroline noticed a sky blue Southgate shark shirt just but not behind Janae. Oh man, here we go again. Why are the sharks here? Caroline thought. Janae's favorite band of all time was Fortress Rock. The speaker was billing the chorus. Not noticing the shark shirt, Janae swayed and mouthed the words, "Fortress Rock, and you can't stop." Caroline sped to Janae's side and yelled into her ear. We need to leave, Janae! Janae began to dance around, mounting the words of the song. Caroline grabbed her arm firmly. She instantly glared at Janae and yelled, We have to leave here now, Janae! Janae jerked her head up and looked deeply into Caroline's eyes. She saw the panic and fear in Caroline's face as she followed her into the hallway. What is wrong? Janae questioned a little upset, with her hands thrown in the air. Caroline knew that the Fortress Bomb was her favorite song. The Southgate Sharks are here! The shark thief has returned! Caroline exclaimed as she directed her thoughts sharply into Janae's thoughts. Where? questioned Janae. Caroline shrugged her shoulders. Both girls began to scan the gym for the sky blue shirt. Caroline used her super speed to rocket through the gymnasium, pausing by any bit of the sky blue clothing. She zoomed through the crowd with no luck. Just then, she caught a glimpse of a girl in a sky-blue shirt talking with Maria outside the auditorium. Caroline could only see the silhouette of the shark girl from so far away. Even from that distance, Caroline was sure that this was the same girl who stole Janae's backpack at the soccer game and created the fog, which wreaked havoc in Janae's asthma. She could see the same silky, jet-black hair pulled in a high ponytail, which was struck contrast to the sky-blue shirt. Her attempt to blend in by wearing glow in the dark necklaces did not cover up that she was an outsider and up to no good. Did Maria work with the shark thief? Maria was new to the school. She was reserved and quiet most of the time. Was she a secret spy this whole time? How did she know of the Southgate girl? So many questions were racing through Caroline's head as she sped through the hallway at top speed. Caroline placed two fingers on her temples and telepathically told Janae to meet at the lair. Caroline charged into the auditorium and zipped into the lair. She stopped on the tracks when she saw the door open. Finally, frantically, her eyes began to dart around the lair slowly taking in what she saw. The door was open. Someone had found the lair. How could this happen? How had the Sharks known how to find the lair or that it existed? Caroline found Janae approaching. They exchanged a knowing glance. All their training in Hero Camp was for this moment right now. Janae charged her hands to a soft glow to illuminate the way across the threshold of the lair. Once inside the lair, Janae noticed that the shift agent sign ripped into pieces on the floor. Caroline brushed past Janae and sped quickly through the room to find in- the intruder. As she was running around the perimeter of the room, she slipped on something wet. She fell within a thud that rang loudly in a small room. Immediately. Janae powered her hands brighter, and instantly the entire lair was aglow. What the girls saw was shocking. Chapter 9 You Are Not Alone Caroline laid limp on the floor and glanced down at her feet to see a sticky pool of goo. The room was a mess! Torn papers, shattered tools, and alarm parts were thrown across the floor. The pair noticed broken dishes that created a perfect shark within the shards. Janae stood frozen as the shite she was shining exposed to the chaotic mess around her. Someone threw aside the lion's head. On an empty remnant of the box remained. Whoever broke into the lair was powerful. The thief melted a large lock into the metallic slime. The slimy goo was the substance that made the lair floor slick. The newly emptied box was pried open. Janae's heart simply sank. Just then, a hurricane wind pushed Janae to her knees. Something or someone wanted out of the lair and moved past Janae toward the auditorium. Janae caught just a profile glimpse of a girl's smirking face as the wind swept out of the room. The shadowy female figure had an invisibility cloak and the spelling bee list. In an instant, the opportunity for the spelling bee vanished. The reality of the loss sank into a haunting pit in Janae's stomach as Caroline shouted, What just happened? Janae jumped to her feet. We weren't alone. The shark thief stole the list. She was able to hide with her invisibility cloak. Let's get that list back. Come on, Caroline, after her. Janae was halfway down the hall before she realized that Caroline wasn't following her. She returned to the lair to find Caroline lying on the floor, holding her leg. She said, I can't. My leg is hurt badly. I wonder if I broke it when I slipped on that gooey pile on the floor. This is devastating, Janae. Janae could barely focus on Caroline's voice. She was furious. How could someone break into the secret lair and steal the district spelling bee list? Janae stood and stunned in the hallway. She lifted the prop sign and examined the remnants of the newly installed scanner. How could the whole unit be destroyed with one pull? Hmm, how was she going to explain this to Miss Corky? She should not have been careless with her wiring. She should have taken the threats seriously and carefully hidden the box. Caroline was right. She should have installed the alarm. Janae helped Caroline get into one of the old rolling prop chairs and pushed her cautiously down the hallway. In the hallway... There was no trace of the shark thief or Maria. Janae slowly rolled Caroline to the front office where the nurse would determine if her leg was broken. After the nurse reported that Caroline only had a bad sprain, Janae left the nurse's office to find Miss Corky. She had to tell her the heroic news about this. this. Janae took the long walk to Miss Corky's classroom with her head held low. Caroline's advice and the and deep regret haunted her thoughts as she approached the door. She placed her hand on the door as she go as she answered. Miss Corky was sitting at her desk grating papers. She barely looked up when Janae crept into the classroom. Janae whispered, The list is gone. Miss Corky sadly looked up. I know, Janae. She pointed to the bulletin board in front of the back of the room. A giant light blue shark was spray painted on the board. Miss Corky continued, I went to get my copies from the front office and returned to this. I trusted you and Caroline to protect the list. Her voice trailed away. She sadly looked away. You girls were my only home. Southgate wanted to win the spelling bee at any cost. The last thing I want to do is report the missing list. Once I report the theft, the district may decide to cancel the spelling bee. Janae stood speechless and felt awful. This day was turning out to be horrible. How could she have been so careless? Janae slowly walked to the front office, reflecting on the events from that day. Caroline got hurt, and the precious list had vanished into thin air. What was next? Janae knew what was next. The lecture. Janae's parents gave Caroline a ride home. Girls, what happened? Why is Caroline hurt? I can't believe that Caroline tripped over a chair. The girls exchanged a knowing glance. Caroline began. Well, we were working on an assignment for Miss Corky. She knows about our powers. Just then... The van came to the abrupt stop. Mr. Squibb pulled the van over her shoulder of the roll. He intently looked back at a deflated Caroline and Janae in the back seat. The girls quietly sat, overwhelmed and burdened with a heavy regret. Thoughts raced through their minds. Caroline wished that she had asked for help with the situation earlier. Dread and Gerald Janae's mind, thinking of her careless choice of hiding a place for the list. Of course, the shark thief would have looked under the lion's head. Oh, sh- sh- shut up! Solved <laughs> that alarm. Mister Swift held both hands up in a stopping motion. Start from the beginning and explain slowly. Both girls began to recount the story. They explained that Southgate created a mysterious vlog during the soccer game and stole Janae's book bag with the scan card. They described the mysterious shark thief's features. Janae honestly shared how often her asthma attacks had been occurring, which upset her mother. They revealed that they created a lair in the prop closet. Caroline went on and explained that Miss Corky divinely knew that they had powers. She entrusted them with the prize spelling list. Janae exclaimed that she had thought the lair was safe with the installation of the new scanner. Janae admitted that she put forth little effort with the installation of the new scanner. Janae admitted that she didn't listen to Caroline and let her guard down. All those elements helped to create the situation that the girls could not handle alone. Overwhelmingly, it became clear that the spilling bead might not occur. It did feel good for the girls to be honest and share that all had been happening with Janae's parents. Janae's parents listened quietly, only to interject a clarifying question a time or two. Janae wasn't sure if her parents could help solve her her this mess or not. She began to doubt that she could recover Miss Corky's list in time for the spelling bee. Both girls finally ran out of words to describe their regret and sorrow. As their words stopped flowing, their hearts felt felt lighter. Somehow, speaking the truth was a way of breaking the chains of fear. Chapter 10 The Shift Family Mr. Swift broke the silence. Well, girls, it sounds like you may have learned a valuable lesson. Janae, never be afraid to ask for help, and you must listen to others as they offer help. He reached for her hand as she spoke softly. No person knows everything. We all need help sometimes. It's better to choose to ask for help rather than suffer the pain of regret. Next time, please ask for help early in the process. Not after the messy problem has occurred. He turned towards Caroline and pulled her head upwards. Now, Missy, you should always trust your gut. Thank you for telling, helping your friend by saying things that were hard for her to hear. You must stand up for what you think, even if you stand alone. This lesson is hard to learn, but you will learn to trust yourself. Girls, as you grow, you will get better at trusting the voice inside your heart. Both girls gave Janae's father a half-smile. He continued, In all of your training, you have learned to be brave. Now we must learn that victory isn't guaranteed with every encounter. Remember, girls, in this life, you will make tons of mistakes. It is important to not let your mistakes define your next move. Your character is defined by the decisions you make after the mistake. The opportunity you learn is placed in front of us if we choose to take it. You must acknowledge the opportunity and seize the chance to grow. Remember, I will be here to guide you through this roller coaster that is our superhero life. You are not alone. We can do this together. Janae began to think of ways to fix this chaos. She was responsible for this mess. How could Janae work her way out of it? She started with the most challenging part, an apology. Through tears, she apologized to Caroline and her family. She should have asked for help or listened to advice given a long time ago. Instead, she procrastinated and ignored the glaring signs in front of her. She did not understand how driven Southgate was to cheat and steal to be crowned the district spelling bee winner. Janaya watched from the van as her parents helped Caroline into her house. They told Caroline's mother that she tripped over a chair in the gym during the dance. Miss Murphy would never think that quiet Caroline was a superhero after all. Janae felt guilty her friend was hurt. This would not have happened if she had listened to Caroline. As her mom and dad entered the car, Janae uttered one word, help. It was more than a statement or a question. It was a wail that gripped her from the inside. Her mom simply stretched her elastic hand, to the back of her car. Janae's help tied to her hand as she cried silent tears. Miss, Miss Swift intently looked at Janae. Don't be afraid, sweetie. We can develop a plan to get the list back. Let's get home, and we'll take some time to figure this out. The next few days seemed to move quickly like a whirlwind. Shift agents moved the headquarters to the kitchen table in Janae's house. Mr. Smith, Mr. Swift, Mrs. Swift, Caroline, and Janae looked together to, as to devise a plan to get the Spelling Bee list back. Shift Agents' duo began to morph into the Shift family right before Janae's eyes. It was so much easier to plan when Janae listened to others and accepted their opinions. After a week of planning, Janae called the first initial meeting to order. Family? "'It is time for us to unite!' she exclaimed. She used her brown fingers to create a finger bridge with each finger glowing in the bridge's center. All eyes at the table looked up at her. "'Oh, a little bit too much enthusiasm!' Mr. and Miss Swift shook their head in agreement as, Ter- as Caroline telepathically commuted to the group. "'Yeah, a little bit too much.' They erupted with laughter and began to review their plan. Mrs. Swift caught Southgate and used their best Southgate parent impression to order an overnight copy of the yearbook from the previous year. Once it arrived, Janae and Caroline it from cover to cover. Finally, on the third attempt, they found the shark thief's picture. She was in sixth grade on page 92. Her face looked young and innocent. In her picture, she appeared shy, and the name underneath her picture was Miria Patel. Miria had the same high ponytail and a smirky smile that the shark thief flashed. The next day, all members of Team Shift met around the kitchen table. Now it is time to finalize the plan to get the district spelling list. Janae found a map of the South Gate online. She placed a large copy of the diagram right next to the kitchen table. Dad quickly established the order of events to recapture the list. The team will use radio to communicate since Southgate has a massive campus with multiple buildings. Once they arrived on campus, Janae will override and disable the cameras and security systems power. Miss Swift will change her elastic hand into a key to open the door. Caroline and Mr. Swift will run through the building and find the spelling list. Lastly, the team will return the list to Miss Corky. Janae watched team shift. They were abuzz with the plans of thinking every possible scenario where the plan could unravel. Janae was so grateful for each of them. She interrupted the conversation. Guys, I just wanted to say that this is nice to have our team complete this mission. I could have not done this alone. I know if finding this list will let us have a spelling bee or not. I am still proud of us for making this right. Chapter 11. Be Confident The team and Jackson quietly arrived at Southgate Campus. Miss Swift quickly unlocked the exterior gate with her elastic hands. The group drove down the wooded front entry without a word. As they piled out of the van, the team passed out several walkie-talkies to help them communicate. Janae spoke in low tones to Jackson as the van parked. Listen, thanks for coming with us. I know that this is boring for you. Please stay in the van. We'll be back soon. Here is a walkie-talkie in case you see anyone. Jackson silently nodded as he reached for the walkie-talkie. The team dressed in dark colors sling across the front lawn of the school. The plan looked like a clockwork. Janae terminated the cameras and disabled the alarm. After Mrs. Swift opened the lock in front of the office doors, team shift quickly into the building. Mr. Swift and Caroline leave into action. They zipped lightning fast through every corridor and scurried the building looking for the list. They checked the classrooms, locker rooms, front office, and still couldn't find the list. Mr. Swift clicked his walkie-talkie and exclaimed, We had no luck finding the spelling list. We checked the front office and the classroom, the gymnasium, and the locker rooms. Where should we go next? Think, think, think! Janae had it. Check her locker. Janae thundered on the walkie-talkie. Which one belongs to her? questioned Caroline telepathically. Janae responded to the radio. I am working on her locker number. Give me a minute. Janae logged into the front office computer and made a quick work to the Saki online system security codes. She found her locker number and combination. Janae blared on the walkie talkie. Her locker is 4 674th. The combination is 8-7-14. Mr. Swift and Caroline quickly separated and began to look for the locker. Their lockers were not in any order, which made them slow down just a bit to confirm that they weren't skipping her locker. Suddenly, he found a massive, elusive locker and opened the door. His hand seemed to reach right through the door of Locker 4-674 in and grab the list. A few seconds later, Jackson exclaimed to the walkie-talkie, I got it! I got it! Listening to the walkie-talkie, Janae and Mrs. Swift stood astonished with their mouths wide open. Janae ran from the front office to the van, hoping to find Jackson. She looked in the back seat, where Jackson should have been sitting. The seat was empty. How did Jackson get into the building? Janae smiled and wondered if Jackson had been hiding his power or he had just been discovered as purpose tonight. Caroline and Mr. Swift sprinted down the main hallway and met Mrs. Swift in the front office. Jackson walked towards the walls and appeared on the outside of the building where Janae was standing. Janae stood next to the vehicle, shocked at her little brother's ability. He walked quickly toward the van with the list and silently motioned for Janae to enter. As her brother passed, Janae reached out and gave her silent congratulation hug. Seconds later, team shift quickly lowered to the van and drove quickly down the wooded driveway. Once they were on the main highway, the van erupted with questions. Everyone was curious. How did Jackson get into the building? Jackson finally spoke. Well, if you've been spending a lot of time planning for this, I've been listening and decided to help. The truth is, I can talk through walls and kind of disappear. So I left the van and crawled through the wall to the building. I saw Dad and Caroline whipping the building. I just waited for my chance to help. When Janae told us the locker numbers, I figured I would take my shot. I found the locker and reached into the locker and found the sealed envelope with the district spelling bee list. Danae reached and grabbed his hand. You did a great job. We didn't know that you had powers. How long have you known? Jackson Bean, It it became official tonight. I wasn't sure that it was gonna work, but it did. Dad exclaimed, I couldn't I could not be prouder. Another power to add to our long lineage. I can't wait to tell your grandmother and Papa Swift. They're going to be proud. Jackson looked at the envelope and he questioned, Do you think all of the spelling words are in this envelope? Janae took the envelope that Jackson held and examined it. I am not sure. I am glad that this envelope is still sealed. I wonder why they would steal something and not open it. Maybe the sharks wanted. Maybe the sharks just wanted extra insurance in case they needed it. They would do anything to be named the winner of the district spelling bee. The next day, Janae and Caroline returned the spelling bee list to Miss Corky. Miss Corky quickly placed it in the school safe before the spelling bee that afternoon. With a little finery, Janae decided to wear her favorite dress for the spelling bee. She ducked into the classroom near the auditorium and changed into a peel and pink dress. The pink headband added a bit of peace to her outfit. As she looked at herself in the mirror, she sprayed her hair with a bit of oil sheen to add moisture before the time on the stage. She leaned into the mirror and spoke firmly to herself. This is your moment. You can do this, Janae. Be confident that you will do great things today. As Janae walked down her hallway, she struggled to keep that positive attitude. Her mind raced back to her most recent failures. She was excited that she had a chance to redeem herself from her mistakes. As she entered the stage, she was afraid. Maybe it was the lights, her asthma, or the large crowd. Janae's throat began to close a bit as the stage lights hit her eyes. She stood there on the stage, nervously smoothing out invisible wrinkles in her dress. Janae timidly advanced past the four rounds. Each time she approached the microphone, her voice was nervous and shaky. At the base, at the break, Mr. Swift Joe pulled Janae aside. Can I talk with you, sweet girl? You look a bit nervous. Remember, you prepared for this moment. Go out there and do your best. Win or lose, know that you are already a winner in my heart. Just step out there and let them know who you are. You are a swift. Be confident in your ability. You are a diligent speller who happens to be a superhero. You don't have to be afraid. Your team is here to support you. You will achieve greatness, win or lose. Remember that? Janae walked away from her father and paused before taking the stage. She felt Maria, the Southgate contestants, glare. Janae examined her with her perfectly placed black high ponytail and sky blue dress. Janae wondered if Maria felt nervous or unconfident. You couldn't tell by her cold stare or exterior smirk. Janae decided that fear of losing was not going to overtake her at this moment. She waved politely at Maria and and silently wished her good luck. As Janae walked across the stage, she fearlessly looked down at Miss Corky and the other judges. Courageously, she embraced the possibility of the win while waiting on her next word. With each round, Janae gained confidence. Her voice became stronger and louder. She stood with her shoulders back and her head held high. She looked at each judge in the eye as she spelled each word correctly. In the final round, she stood toe-to-toe against the speller from Southgate, Maria Patel, as the judges randomly suggest- selected Janae's word from the stack of cards. Your word is preservance, Janae began. Can you give me the definition, please? The judges responded. The definition is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Janae stood there for a minute and began to spell P-E-R-S-I-R-V-A-N-C-E. The judges looked up. I am sorry. That is incorrect. In an instant, Janae lost the spelling bee. As she looked out across the stage, she smiled and stood proudly, thinking of the victory within her loss. This whole experience helped Janae to value her family and create the Shift family. Jackson discovered his power and embraced to help to save the day. Janae realized that she needed to trust her family and friends to help steer her in the right direction. She also found strength and confidence not only in herself and finished the thrilling bee courageously. Not necessarily named the winner, but her family would deem her the most valuable speller. She turned and shook hands with the smiling Maria. She looked in her in the eye and said congratulations. As she walked off the stage, Janae called Family Meeting. Papa Luigi's As the family settled into their seats at the dining room table to enjoy Papa Luigi's pizza, Janae noticed a dusty box on the dining room table. Curiously, she asked, What's that box? Mrs. Swift stood up and revealed a blue cape. This belongs to you. Today, Janae proved that you could listen to others, be a valued team member, and be confident in yourself. The most valuable lesson from this experience is to not let your mistakes define your next move. Your character is what you do after you make the mistake that makes us all the difference in the world. You have earned this coveted family cape. I can't wait to see what your future will hold. Janae's smile was a mile wide. She genuinely proud of herself and confident in her family. The End I really enjoyed that book. I hope you did too. Again, my name is Carter, and I thank you for your time. Until next time, happy reading.